Hey guys, if you feel so inclined, we are looking for topics. What we'd like for you to do is rate us five stars and pitch us a topic. We'll shout you out and your topic on the next episode. And if we use your topic on an actual series, we will give you full credit for pitching it, not for doing the research. We're going to be doing the research. Right, Seth? Yeah. Please give us topics. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's a scam to get topics and ratings. (laughs) We are out of ideas. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't tell them that. (laughs) On today's episode, we go off script and have an unresearched conversation. Alphas only. And I try to imagine Seth's childhood. I would say I'm definitely most interested in the worthless areas. Yeah. yeah. What's my thesis? What's my thesis? What's my thesis? Welcome to What's My Thesis, a bounty of content. I'm Javier Proenza. And this is Seth Lauer. We're Los Angeles-based artists who meet every week to share the answers we found to the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldviews through research and ask, what's my thesis? I like that you didn't uh, over-enunciate white that time. You're... Oh, sometimes I forget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we should start calling that the studio bathroom door. So it sounds like we have a hmm. studio with a bathroom. Yeah, instead of a bedroom bathroom. <laughs> Illusions. We're magicians, Seth. <laughs> Did you almost vomit? <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> magicians magicians make me nervous yeah what do you think always hiding happen? shit where it doesn't belong <laughs> <laughs> oh no so is this gonna be a show about nothing or um Are we, let's just make references to old sitcoms in all the day. weeds <laughs> well what you been up to let's start like a normal show what's mm-hmm. your check-in my check-in, I guess, is going to have to be stream of consciousness, too. I yeah. feel like I just have been working all the time. Yeah. And then on the weekend, like, just trying to get my head above water with my own work, I'm, yeah. like, But so I annoying. feel like we've gotten to the point where we can do the podcast and still have time for practice. Mm-hmm. It, like, it's not... <laughs> when we first launched, it was a lot of work. Yeah, well, we I think we learned not to choose such large books. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of hard, though. I think we figured out a way to, to do in-depth research. Because that's, like, we've also been trying to re-record old topics that were, or some of my old topics that I think could be funnier because Seth was very dry at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't drunk enough. <laughs> <laughs> On life, I guess, because you're never drunk. <laughs> But uh, see, see, I'm covering your, for your career. You're actually a raging alcoholic, but I don't want anyone <laughs> to know that. Well, in the art world, I feel like that's probably less weird than being gluten-free and <laughs> <laughs> essentially straight edge, but for no 
ideological reasons? Well, I mean, Only I think, vitamin I think <laughs> <laughs> do you not get enough sun? Apparently not. Yeah. Hmm. Ladies, get that vitamin D. It's important. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No one's listening now. <laughs> Click. We're having uh, a disagreement on Better Call Saul. Uh, I think your stance is that season three is worse than the other ones. And my stance is that it's always been kind of the same. And I was never really caught up on the hype about how good the show was. But I've just watched it long enough that now I'm actually interested in what's going to happen. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm kind of on the opposite page. I I was really into the first two seasons. And um, I am a Bob fan. I saw Bob wandering around. Oh, I like Silver Bob. Lake. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I'm still going to finish it. Yeah. Yeah, I I get, like, what my, one of the things that I thought was interesting <laughs> was that you acknowledged that I thought the acting was always a little iffy, and then now this season has made you realize that it is. I don't know. I, my opinion is it's just weird editing. You think? I'm not sure what changed, but it feels like either they're spending less time or less money on yeah. production. Yeah. I, uh, to be fair, I also know like some of the backstories between some of the actors. Like one of the guys is the is Joe DeRosa, who is uh, friends with Bill Burr, who's a comedian that was also on Breaking Bad, and so like some of those things might be the things that are pulling me out of the show. But yeah, I don't know. Let's talk about uh, Black Panther. Let's just do a rapid fire. Oh, I know something we could do. Uh, we can do dream interpretation. <laughs> okay. I have a couple can, of dreams. This, yeah, yeah. You're going to pull out your journal? It's behind you. If you can find can, if you can grab it for me. I like the power move involved in making you grab my <laughs> dream journal. Seth, go get my dream journal for me. I was expecting to have to use both hands, but one oh. was sufficient. Yeah. Uh, okay. Wow, that's like a novel. Well, I got a little lazier on the next two, but... I'm having the hardest time, because I always do the same thing. You do dream journal? Yeah. Not a, a journal so much as scraps of paper, and okay. then at some point I compile them digitally, but usually it's really hard for me to remember anything more than what I write, which is just keywords, and then I lose all reference yeah. to keywords. I find I well here's some of my some of my experience of actually starting to write it because one of the things is uh, I actually felt more restful the nights that I did record my dreams because I kind of woke up after the dream and started feeling this is like the gassiest show uh, and started feeling um, we're drinking beer for the first time both of us and farting but we're cutting. Yeah, we always cut that. We're definitely cutting that. Um, one of the things that is always hard for me to do is sort of be like, oh, I got to wake up and like writings will sort of take me out of my sleepiness sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. But the, these dreams, I kind of hit on that moment. I don't know if you've ever woken up at this point where you're just like, you wake up and you're like, your mind is still a little active, but you feel like heavy, like uh, from the sleep and you kind of wake up and you're like, whoa, man, I was just sleeping, dude. <laughs> Does that ever happen? 
I'm trying I'm, to think who, <laughs> who you just became. <laughs> I became very self-aware of that person, though. But <laughs> By the way, all I can, the word that stands out to me from the first page is Let me guess. chubby. <laughs> it comes up a bit, and I spell it with two Bs and one. <laughs> um yeah, I feel very vulnerable having you read my handwriting and my actual non-spell check spelling. Yeah, in the in the margin you have foam. Yeah. <laughs> foam squishy ball. All right, we'll get to that. Wait, wait, wait. Before you do, do I appear in this? Do I make any cameos? No, but one of the things that I want to start doing is asking people to write fan fiction. <laughs> about us it doesn't have to be erotic <laughs> but i suspect a lot of it will and uh yeah send us your fan fiction <laughs> <laughs> and try not to be too mean uh, <laughs> or, or we will just cry and not read it i i kind of feel like only strangers will do that no that's absolutely what i'm hoping <laughs> Uh, or Bryce should write fan fiction. <laughs> He's a fan of our friendship. As a as a friend of ours, <laughs> friendly guy. Where is the guy? I thought he was coming over here to record. Oh, I didn't mean to today. I just meant like we should start working people into the rotation, and we should definitely have him here. So <laughs> it's our friend that does it first. <laughs> So that, like, he's not weirded out. Like, we can see if when we take our shirts off, it's weird. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that is weird. Okay. I just want you to know who's the hairy alpha. (laughs) What did you say? The whole situation is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think he'll be impressed with our studio bathroom. So anyway. We don't need two alphas. Who's an alpha? Oh, you're an alpha? Wait, that's not what I meant to say. We we are two alphas. We don't need... A third alpha? (laughs) We don't need to differentiate between hairy and (laughs) non-hairy. Well, we're both going to be bald pretty soon, so... We We can't bank on that distinction. The alpha posse. That can be our... The alpha posse? Yes, that sounds very appropriate. Alphas only. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Girls allowed. <laughs> mm. So you never had one of those dreams, though, or one of those wake ups where you just wake up and you're like, you're, um, you're intensely aware of how hard you just slept. Happens a uh, lot after naps. Okay, that, so with I, that disorienting I don't nap. feeling, you don't. I'm sorry. You said that like you <laughs> had a moral objection to that. Naps shit. and gluten. I don't fuck with. <laughs> Why does it make you a better person? <laughs> Just the way you said I it. I simply so. don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> I do declare. Um, all right. So I'll get to the dream. Uh, and please feel free to humiliate me. Uh, oh, uh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I remember a chubby guy with a gun. Uh, he was shirtless and he had a ponytail. Not a man bun ponytail. It was dark hair from memory. Uh, he had some white sneakers and jeans on. Um, this is all from what I'm remembering from reading. This is not all in the text, so don't try to read ahead while I'm... I'm just staring at it. I'm not reading. Okay. But what percentage of men with ponytails do you think are blonde? I feel like it's a fairly high percentage. Why? Because they have prettier locks? Did you ever have a ponytail? Was your hair ever long? Uh, yeah, it was long, but I did not. It wasn't long enough to have a ponytail. No. 
Okay. That's it? That's all you got about your hair? No no youthful uh, reminiscing? Because I'm about to go on like 15 minutes. Sh- I had a, for a while I was compared to um, Sammy Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, fan art as well. <laughs> and I had a David Foster Wallace. Um, what do you call those? The wraps that you put on your head. Sorry, um, a do rag. Do rag. Yeah, I wore a do rag for like a year. Was this? Were you listening to a lot of hip hop in the suburbs? That was when I was living in Detroit. That I had. I had like shoulder length hair. But the do rag. Um, yeah. Was that for street cred? Or was that just I really don't know. I think I think it's cuz my hair is kind of uh unruly when it gets longer. <laughs> oh, now I see it. That looks kind of cool though. Yeah. Yeah. With a lot of like curly puffs sticking out the the side of the Yeah. When I was uh first moved out here or maybe somewhere in the middle. Um I was at a party or at a not a party, a house party, but like, you know, like a party at a club like that or that sounds like party at the club it was more like electronic music kind of thing but there was this one guy that was a promoter and he kind of knew everybody there i overheard him he had just gotten uh corn rolls put in <laughs> and he was like and it came up that he was getting a negative reaction to it and he was kind of hurt like he was a little bit wounded so that's gotta suck <laughs> Is that, can you undo that? I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, still, you've already, like, what are you going to do back down? Because everybody told you, like, you're, you just made a decision that kind of locks you into a corner where you, like, either have to acknowledge that you were wrong or do you have to sit with it and own it because you like it? Yeah. It's a tough spot. I mean, same thing with piercings, you know, facial piercings and, yeah. I don't know. That's why I say get face tattoos because there's no going back. You say do get face tattoos because there's no going back. Then you don't get stuck in that situation like where where you have to give in. Yeah, but you can have tattoos removed. Yeah, but that's like dumb. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't necessarily like whatever. I'm just posing the question. I, I, I mean, did you ever do that thing where like in high school where all of a sudden you just change your style up a little bit and you were like, you gave yourself yeah. a little bit of a makeover. I think it was covered in Freaks and Geeks, too, uh-huh. where the kid gets the feathered haircut. Yeah, we've all sort of been through that. But, like, to go through that as an adult. What was, <laughs> what was your style in high school? I was a skater, punk, raver kid, which may have been specific to Miami in the 90s. Huh. Yeah, that combination is interesting. I feel like I've only known a couple people who yeah. may, may have tried that. Yeah, Miami had some pretty good music growing up there was a really good radio station called WVUM that was pretty awesome uh they they always did a lot of really interesting music that when I play for people over here they're like oh it's so happy and like (laughs) and electronic and peppy so it's Mm. fun so everyone's coked out right yeah those are kind of flapping around do you think those if we like rotate them is that how you talk about my mouth Have you ever thought of closing it? <laughs> closing the windows? Closing your flapping trap. 
I've been told Sorry. that already this week. <laughs> didn't mean to hit a nerve. Did no, I? no, no. Please. You didn't hit the nerve. She did. <laughs> uh, okay, ponytail. Uh, so, ponytail, and um, it was hiding around the back of this house. The, the, like, it's suburban, but I guess I've been in California long enough that it's, like, dry suburban. You know, it's not, like, luscious green lawns. Hmm. Uh and sort of maybe even a, a bit of a dirt road behind some houses. And so I was um, going back. I had just been there, and then he starts showing up. And so I was trying to double back, thinking that they had, like, followed me to this spot. And, I like, I thought I was clear to go back. Uh, and I also, one of the things is I had a backpack on. I haven't given you any context. I, it's funny how when you write down a dream, <laughs> the storytelling is a little unsequential, and I'm expecting... I'm trying to retell it while I'm reading it and <laughs> it's out of sync. But um, if you could just skip to the kissing part. Is there a kissing part? I keep thinking that you're reading. <laughs> and I'm like, did we make out in this dream? So anyway, we're playing hide and seek and I had a backpack on. And it's sort of like a hide and seek tag throw a ball kind of situation, right? And so I have this foam ball and I'm wearing this backpack. And I think this was kind of interesting that... <laughs> Maybe we should close the windows. That's just... I mean, it's it's passing. It's not circling. It's on its way to... To fight crime. So it was just like a game of tag. But where we had weapons. And when you found each other, you're supposed to hit each other with, each, with, with a weapon. But I had a squishy foam ball. It's like um, Nerf. Yeah, a Nerf ball. And I had a backpack on. And I remember like, oh, this backpack's encumbering my toss. <laughs> <laughs> it might throw off my accuracy. But then I was like, well, I can't just leave my backpack here. <laughs> I've noticed on new backpacks, they started advertising that unencumbered toss as a, <laughs> as a selling point. Well, that's definitely why I bought it in my dream. But, I, you know, I, I also think that's funny just because, like, my neuroses about, like, leaving a backpack behind while I'm running from someone with a gun. <laughs> and it's playful, right? And so... Um, I'm actually curious how, if you've been keeping um, note of your dreams since watching... Uh, Better Call Saul. Uh huh. No, how I our just was. Would compare because <laughs> I've been having a lot of like shooting and drug related dreams. Oh my god! But I mean, you also nights. grew up in the streets, so yeah. But they're a little off. Like, <laughs> you didn't grow up in the streets. <laughs> no, okay. I, we should probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like from time to time. Yeah. You really? You were broke like that? So no, 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 no. Like literally, I would walk in the street. Sometimes. Oh, okay. It's easier on the knees, the asphalt. All right. <laughs> I'm bailing on you. <laughs> but last night, I had a blowgun. Okay. That shot lasers. Nice. So it shot a laser, but you blew into it? it <laughs> <laughs> the latest in technology. <laughs> blazer. <laughs> it's the blazer. Aim it at someone's head. Oh, uh, like a spit gun, but without, like a spitball without the grossness. Yeah, no, just pure laser. Yeah. Was it like a Star Wars laser? 
It was like a pew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So eventually the, this guy busts me. The, the chubby guy busted me. I was worried about him pointing the gun at me, so I surrendered immediately. <laughs> I just love that like experience of like we're having a fun game, but like, oh shit. <laughs> okay, so then like just some other details about the space. There was a road behind a house that I'd spent uh, uh, and I'd spent a lot of time there hiding from people. Like I had been ducking around. I think. <clears throat> Before this incident with this guy, that is the part that I remember vividly, I may have been, like, hanging out around different, um, like, families that were talking in the background and kind of, I just don't necessarily remember the details of what was happening, but that I was maybe more of, like, an outside observer, still personified in terms of, like, what we discussed in Lucid Dreaming. And so... Oh... We might have to cut this out because <laughs> I'm not a player. <laughs> I just dream a lot. <laughs> but I remember being in a classroom and two women. I know it's a classroom, but they were adult women. We've had some <laughs> dreams recountings that have been controversial in the past. Uh, and I was trying to keep them from knowing each other. One kissed me for the first time in front of the other. Yay me. <laughs> I did good. She just wanted the other one to know. Uh, oh, <laughs> what a loser. And I hadn't established anything with her at the time. <laughs> and then the last line, it was cool. <laughs> so that's a little bit about me, Seth. <laughs> so you, what, what about blow darts and lasers? I lost most of that dream sequence, but um, I think I was trying to score some weed at one point. I was like, somebody showed me this stash, which was actually someone else's apartment, but the door was unlocked. And so you could just walk in mm-hmm. and I got caught going in by myself one time. And yeah. I kind of tried to cover it and say we were looking for a jazz bar. you don't think that that makes you more suspicious (laughs) I mean that's my go-to in any situation I'm just looking for a jazz bar this is a playground sir (laughs) drunk and disorderly oh this isn't a jazz bar no, you should definitely start keeping a dream journal because <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> oh, I do. I have the thing is like a lot of them. I'm I'm actually if I can plug something that doesn't exist yet oh, in a couple nice. of years, I'm gonna have a book. <laughs> <laughs> a book of about those? dreams. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but can we do it as a segment, or is that like oh, super sure. private? <laughs> I could I could think about it and bring a few in. All right. There's one that I, I especially enjoy, which um, I think it was a little bit like Mardi Gras. Like, I remember... Uh, I, um, this is free association. I saw boobies right away. Yeah, but... Okay, so it was uh, an older woman. Okay. And she was still up down. on the balcony. And um, she dropped her toothpaste. Okay. And so I was throwing it back up to her. Like a tube of it. A tube of it. I don't know. That sounds pretty phallic. 
Uh, two toothpaste? <laughs> really? Um, sometimes toothpaste is just, just toothpaste. toothpaste. Bro. Yeah, but it kept falling back down, and I just kept trying to throw it back up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys missed so many hand gestures. <laughs> it wasn't. It, it was not a masturbation hand gesture. It was definitely a like there was a flick. <laughs> I, I could see the tube of toothpaste rotating in the air the way you were tossing it and then catching it down. It was good pantomime. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I really don't know what that's about. Like, it's a kind of a... All dreams are about sex and wanting to sleep. What's that? What about the Sisyphusian element there? Like, always trying to do something and always being doomed by gravity? What what was going on in your life at the time? Uh, I'm not sure. I'd have to check. Oh, that was pre-Trump. Interesting. Pre-election? During election? Um, Yeah, I think it was pre election so i was like no even concept that the world was gonna go the way mm-hmm. it did nope. i was gonna say the shit but i don't want to offend anybody <laughs> <clears throat> so now what so now i got another dream um when you say d does that stand for anything it stands for dream. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so are you keeping a diary of non-dream things too? Yeah, I have a separate journal. And that's IRL? Yes, I put IRL. <laughs> <laughs> you got to differentiate. That's the whole point, right? Do you really put IRL? No. <laughs> but I'm going to start to now. W? No, I do, I, on that one, I just put a check mark when I, when I start again. So that's this. The, the D is just to be like new dream, right? I could just it could be ND. It's just what I came up with when I was, and then I continued it. So I have two more dreams. These are short, okay. but uh, one of the things that I've noticed trying to rewrite my dreams or trying to journal my dreams again is um, that they all kind of exist associated with each other in my brain. And so while I'm trying to remember what actually what I actually dreamt with, sometimes I have a hard time re- making sure that it was from that dream and not from a prior dream. Mm, yeah. So yeah. so that it's an interesting feeling to just be in that like realm. And obviously memory works because like through association, right? So I associate those memories with each other as a sort of like what we were talking about with walking, that when you're hiking, you just have a montage of all in in your mind of all the other places you've hiked. I don't. You don't? No. Oh, but you don't take naps either, so. But I do take hikes. What do, what do hikes remind you of? What do you think? I think usually hikes? I get lost in obsessive cycles of thought. Like things I shouldn't be thinking about, oh. or stuff I have to be doing. Really? So yeah. you really use it to like escape those things, and it and they follow you there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know what to say about that. <laughs> That's the only time I go hiking is when I'm trying to get something off my mind. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I guess maybe I maybe I do that too sometimes, but um, so one of the things is that again a back road to a bar was blocked by garbage. Oh okay, so I was like walking down this road, trying to find a bar, and it was kind of an alleyway between a house 
and another house, I guess. And it was just behind this. I don't know why that would lead to a bar, mm-hmm. but it, if it did, it would probably be a fucking awesome bar because <laughs> it's like, you know, some really underground, inaccessible thing. Uh, but once we get there, there's just a pile of garbage sort of blocking the entrance. So I think that might have been a dream cue for me to become lucid, but I didn't. I turned back. And as we're walking back, the people I'm with start inspecting a house to try to, like, figure out if they can break into it and uh, do a burglary. And then we walk onto the main street and there's cardboard and uh, styrofoam, like, you know, the, the cardboard that has styrofoam inside of it just laid out. And I realized that I'm at a house that I was living at. Wait, there's cardboard with styrofoam inside? Yeah, like, you know, sometimes it, they kind of, you, you, you can get just like sheets of styrofoam, like the same way you can just get sheets of cardboard instead yeah. of like a box, right? Uh-huh. Or pressed in a shape. It's just like a thin sheet. It could, it's almost like uh, drywall or sheetrock, but okay. it's just styrofoam. So it was laid out like that. And, and yeah, and then the last dream is... Oh, I, this one was, this one's fun. Uh, it, it was weird because I wasn't actually anxious. Maybe this one was kind of a pre-lucid dream because this weird shit was happening, but I wasn't, uh, too bothered by it. Like I wasn't stressed out, but I was socializing with people that just didn't like me. <laughs> like I would try to say things and it was one of those things where it's already been decided that this guy's a fucking dick or whatever. And so like, I was like talking and people were just being dismissive. And then this uh, tall white guy I wrote, (laughs) Uh, who I guess was my entry into this social event. I can't remember if it was a party, but there was like a pool. And the whole time, um, the whole time I'm walking towards him to sort of say goodbye. He's like, yeah, yeah, you should go by, you should go inside and say goodbye to everybody. He's like walking away and talking to people as he's doing that. And, was, and I'm like trying to say goodbye to him. <laughs> but he's like, no, you should go say goodbye to everybody. I'm like trying to say goodbye to you. <laughs> and, you? Uh, and I was like, I just want to say goodbye to you and bounce because nobody in there fucking likes me. But you invited me, so I'm trying to be polite, I guess, is sort of the what, what my... Uh, oh, yeah. But then where I was getting thwarted is that the guy didn't like me, so he didn't want to say goodbye to me. Do you normally say goodbye to everyone when you leave parties? No. That's the point. (laughs) The guy's like, you should go say... Like, he was just... I guess he just didn't like me enough that he was like, I I don't want to... Why are you fucking get away? You know, go (laughs) talk to somebody else. I'm trying to meet new people. But yeah... Go say goodbye. <laughs> What's that? Go say goodbye. <laughs> it's just a weird, it's a weird dream. So th- that's my dream logic. So now if you guys ever find yourself in one of my dreams, you'll become lucid. I missed that. There, those, those are my dream cues. So they couldn't necessarily help them find. Oh. <laughs> Do you find that now that you're being aware of dreams and trying to record them, that that affects how you respond or how like in that transition period between dreaming and being awake do you find that that changes your awareness of the situation like yeah I, I, Sorry. last night for example i um I, I like i always ask myself is this dream worth writing down oh yeah 
and, and I mean, not that explicitly necessarily, but if I have a feeling it's a boring dream, then I might just go back to sleep and not, yeah. not bother with it. I don't um, know necessarily that I'm taking that approach, but there are these, these last two dreams are obviously in less detail because <laughs> I didn't want to sit. I think for me, the difference between the long one and the short ones is that <clears throat> at this point, I just didn't want to wake up enough to try to sit there. It's not necessarily, is this dream too boring for me? Because I haven't been doing this. It seems like you've been doing this for longer. But um, for me, it's sort of like, do I really want to sit here and try to remember and try to get a thread? And if I could have, if I kept pulling at these threads, I probably would have remembered more of the dream. But I was just like, all right, fuck it. I'm going back to bed. Mm -hmm. this, these last two were just like, I did a good job. Pat on the back. But yeah, like last night or this morning, I guess I woke up and I was, I, this happens actually a lot lately. I feel like I've had the dream before, mm -hmm. um, even though I'm pretty sure I, I hadn't, but because of that, I might not write it down or I might not take as much time yeah. thinking about it, which is kind of strange. Like I, it's hard for me to always know whether it's something that's been continued some shared qualities from a, a previous dream or whether it's completely fresh and then I just have this feeling that it's been dreams before. Yeah. <clears throat> no, that is that sort of confusing nature of knowing whether or not that sort of thing of like where I was associating it with hiking, <laughs> but you had no experience with that. Do you know why I don't like naps? <laughs> yeah, but but don't sound so defensive. <laughs> it's the groggy feeling. Yeah. Do you well, get that? Yeah. Well, that's sort of like what I'm talking about with um with that that space where you wake up and you're just like, "What the fuck just happened?" I feel like when you come out from like one of the longer periods of REM, this is feeling, this is not science. <laughs> but I think your, your, your brain, it's disorienting because your brain is still really active, but you don't necessarily remember what just happened that made your brain so active. And so you're awake and you're like, what? <laughs> and I think that one of the things that I was saying in the Lucid episodes is that if you want to be able to get into your dream state, if you want to be lucid in your dream state from the waking and stay awake through the whole process of falling asleep, stay lucid through all of that, then it's easier to do it when you nap because you go into a long dream uh, REM cycle from when you take a, like say a two hour nap, right? That's why the power nap doesn't make you feel groggy because you don't fully get into that like heavy, mm, okay. heavy, oh, you know, but I don't do that shit. I just take naps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'll wake up when I wake up. <laughs> Let's talk about birds. Do you know a lot about birds? Because you busted out some fruit shit that I didn't know you had. I think I know a decent amount. Yeah? There's been a unusual bird in our neighborhood. I will let this. <laughs> I will let this continue, but I'm skeptical. <laughs> it's like uh, overruling uh, <laughs> objection. I'm better call Saul. Mm -hmm. 
It's a red whiskered bubble. All right. <laughs> I'm already I'm already ready to bail. <laughs> what do you got? What do we know about that? I think you're describing a visual thing. <laughs> Uh, I encourage our listeners to Google it. It's a very <laughs> 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 fuck you. I can't Google it right now. It's it's a beautiful bird, and, <laughs> and it has a beautiful song. And what I discovered is Are that... Are you going to sing for us? The <laughs> it kind of sounds like, pretty bird, pretty bird. Okay. That's not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's not lyrical, nor musical, <laughs> Nor melodic. Just wait. Ba-da-bop. Ba-da-bop. That's what the song you just described. Ba-da-bop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. Okay, so the story goes that these probably escaped from Huntington Gardens, uh, to which they were brought from some exotic locale. Mm-hmm long ago because they're not native to anywhere around here. I think you can find them in Australia and apparently they're really highly sought after pets in Vietnam. So okay. people actually apparently go to the morning market with their bulbuls and like have them communicate with other bulbuls. Oh, I think I saw this on um, Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix. Have you watched that? No. Oh, okay. You should check it out. It's good. Really? Yeah. But they, they, or maybe it's not these particular animals, but it's like a bunch of guys that bring their birds to the park. In Vietnam. Maybe. Wow. I wonder if it is the same. Does it, did it have um, some orange on its nearest tail in this pelvic region? <laughs> Why the hand gesture to your pelvic region? <laughs> is it because you had to rub it to figure out the verbiage you were going to use? <laughs> uh, I don't know I really don't so it, it just seems like a very funny thing because it's like a male dominated dominated activity that bird like, washing? no this thing where they bring their birds to the park oh, so okay. that they can communicate with each other yeah uh, it's just a, a strange not that like having birds is girly or anything like that just like it's a very specific thing that doesn't happen in America. Yeah. I, in Paris, a couple of years ago, I went to a bird market. So like every weekend, I think they have a, this really huge, like for what I would expect, a huge bird market and people bring. <laughs> <laughs> I love that qualifier <laughs> in case someone's like, Psh, you think that's big <laughs> tweet at us, by the way, <laughs> have we made our Twitter yet? No. No. Okay, we'll do that. You gotta do that. I have a Twitter. Hmm. We need a thesis Twitter, though. Twitter. We should definitely get it before we put this out so that no one sits on it. Oh, yeah. Well, so probably it'll be there by the time you listen to this. Yeah. Listener. If Javier does it, yeah. <laughs> what? I thought I'm the... <laughs> no. Well, we've you... pretty well divided our social media tasks at this point. Ah, uh, that's still debatable. <laughs> Someone asked me if uh, if if sometimes it was you, and I was like, he doesn't do shit for that, <laughs> just like that. Yeah, but dude, I'm handling Facebook. I'm handling MySpace. I'm handling, I'm handling Napster. Our Friendster. Friendster. 
Uh, yeah, if anyone downloads the app on Napster, I sure I'm sure our analytics don't pick that up. Let us know. Yeah. So yeah, birds I think are they they get the short end of the stick. They're actually interesting <laughs> creatures to stand on. To stand on? No. Don't they get like a short stick to stand on? Never. Oh mind. yeah. No, that's. I uh, thought you made a pun. Yeah, the soapbox. Um. Bernie had a bird. <laughs> Too bad that didn't. I literally said to myself, I'm not going to say anything until <laughs> Seth says something. Because <laughs> before that, you said, you looked off into the distance and you said, Soapbox. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that wasn't connected to the last thing. So let's see where this goes. Did you go from soapbox to podium? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> and that was our segment. Javier un- <laughs> unpacks his thinking process <laughs> or says thinking process. Uh, it's kind of like Westworld. I thought I was so original in um, how I was programmed. but <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just know you well enough. There's actually, uh, you just pulled up the floorboards to reveal yeah. the script that I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, what do you like about birds? I'm, just, I'm curious. <laughs> bird talk (laughs) what do you like about birds I mean can you identify what we should have people come in and be like what do you like about art (laughs) people uh, no I can't identify anything there is a, a, a creature here that for the longest time I thought it was someone's phone cause it makes this like it's it's a satisfying noise it's like a crickety kind of sound. It's not like a creak creak, but it's like a, or maybe it's a toady, like kind of a toad sound. Um, toady. <laughs> what was the the toadies? Yeah, that was just what they were called. And then there was Toad the Wet Sprocket. Yeah. What was the major song from the toadies? Oh, I can't remember. I know the album was Rubberneck, wasn't it? Yeah. the The song was pretty good. I think it was... I'm not gonna lie. Oh, is that it? Yeah, yeah. I want you for my. Uh huh. I think I heard that the other day. Yeah. <clears throat> totally free association. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe too free. So, what do I like about birds? <laughs> Let's get back to it. That might be the new theme song. Do you know? Do you ever <laughs> listen to Jack FM? No. Um, I don't listen to much FM anymore. Okay. I find it frustrating to find anything. The, it's just like navigating commercials. I end up on classic rock sometimes. Yeah. Just not to have to, because I mostly listen to either K-Day or NPR, a couple of different NPR stations, as I you can, know. I can get behind K-Day. Um, so Jack is my number four. If I'm on the east side, if I'm on the west side, then the LMU station. Oh, that you we can't get the LMU station? I used to listen to In my to car. That. No. Yeah. Yeah, once I get to the 110, yeah. then it's gone. <clears throat> they used to have a pretty good punk show. But Jack FM, every time I put it on, 
they're playing Hotel California. Oh god, that's the worst song ever. Fucking terrible. It's just it's not the even that it's Eagles. It's, <laughs> it's well, yeah, it's like the worst song by the worst band. <laughs> Take it easy. Oh. Yeah. One of my first CDs though, that was Greatest Hits. I think the Eagles is sentimental music for misogynists. <laughs> <laughs> Because I've never met a guy that was that into the Eagles that wasn't a misogynist. I think you, well, classic rock in general, though. No, no, no. There's some, there's some, uh, have you like listened Zeppelin. to Zeppelin recently? No. Whoa. <laughs> no, th- I mean, listeners of Zeppelin. Zeppelin, <laughs> Zeppelin, me too, okay? <laughs> me too, the fuck out of those guys. Do you know Robert Plant is playing soon in LA? Yeah, I saw that. I, I was like, what is this, uh, this band is like the crazy shapeshifters or something. It's I don't know. Is there a mo? Is there a person that's too old? <laughs> like, are you grandfathered in? Are there people who like Robert Plant and Jimmy Page uh-huh. were maybe not cool with women, but they're so old that no one's gonna. Oh yeah, that they get forgiven because they were rock stars. I think everyone from that generation. We yeah. we haven't got around to that yet. Yeah, but Harvey Weinstein's in his fifties now. I mean, what about like... I'm totally uh, going on what he looks like. <laughs> what about, what's his name, the Rolling Stones guitarist? I mean, I'm sure that he's... Oh, Keith, Her- Keith Jarrett, Caring. <laughs> we can only think of artists first. <laughs> Keith Jarrett? <laughs> Keith Herring. Keith, what was his name? Keith, uh... Oh, I still haven't gotten it right. I said a musician. <laughs> uh, Red Herring. Yeah. Sweat? Keith Sweat? <laughs> Should we talk about dating? What's your favorite thing about dating? Um, I don't know. The app, it makes things convenient. I was telling... Uh, I was I got invited to a party the other day, and, and I was just not motivated to go because I don't have to do that necessarily to meet people anymore. So, yeah. It's convenient. <laughs> I've been on some pretty good dates. I I went on one that wasn't very good this uh, past week, which we've talked about. And I mean, I still haven't found like the love of my life, if that's what you're asking. So it still remains to be seen. But it's a convenient way of meeting people. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that I'll be excited about meeting someone and then meet them. And maybe they're not what I expected, but I can still... Like I've met a couple people that... I, I was telling somebody that everybody's experience, I guess, is a little bit different with this app. <clears throat> I'm not going to say which one it is because everybody knows Tinder. But. Oh, I thought it was the Miranda July app. What's that? I don't know what that is. If there's a joke there, I don't get it. I think. I don't know. You swipe and it's like. It gives you positive feedback or something. Oh, no. That sounds awesome, though. <laughs> You're beautiful. <laughs> Uh, it's like a fortune cookie in your phone. Yeah, it's cool. I dig it. It's a nice way to meet interesting people that, you know. But sometimes... I think I have friends that are using it differently from an emotional standpoint. I just got out of something, so I'm not like trying to get very serious with people. But that doesn't mean I'm, like, whoring around or anything. But 
right now I'm meeting people and they're mostly becoming friends kind of thing. And so that's cool. Like I'm totally into that because I need more female friends. But I know people that get very attached <laughs> to who they're dating. And that I could see anybody falling into that situation where you might try to fill a hole with it. So I don't know. I think it might have to do with where I'm at. Whereas if I was like legitimately looking for love. Hey, I w- who are you talking about? Oh, I can't. I'm not going to say that. Okay. Oh. <laughs> 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 we can just beep it. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. But but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting new social phenomenon for sure. Because, I mean, I've met a lot of very busy women that I'm sure that that makes, that the dating app makes dating much more convenient for them, Mm -hmm. right? So, they don't have to be going out to bars and, there's also a numbers thing, like if you go to a bar, (coughs) you're limited to who's there. (laughs) Whereas with Tinder, you're just limited to how many people you swipe. Right? Yeah, but competition too. You have less competition at a bar, potentially. Yeah, that's true. But I think that if you make a good profile, right? I mean, I still don't even think my profile is that great. Like, I don't have the best pictures of myself. So I think that what's happening is that people see what I put out, just like my interests. And that sort of helps bridge the gap a little bit. Of like, oh, well, this person is... That's kind of how I swipe, too. Like, if I see somebody that's interested in art, obviously, I'm going to be asking, like, well, like, what kind of art? Because a couple of people I've seen had art, comma, star. <laughs> Artist, thought, comma, sorry, star. Sorry, forgive the naivete, but um, I thought you only swipe based on appearance. Do you actually go into the profile? They have, yeah, they have, like, little extended profiles. I'll show you mine later. It just it just says stuff about what your interests are. So, and then you can put your job, you can put your education, like where you sc- went to school. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, I'm guessing if you went to Harvard or Yale, you want to put that up so that you don't get any swipes from dummies like us. Favorite bird? Is there a... Uh... No. <laughs> but there is a favorite thing about birds. Oh, okay. <laughs> My favorite thing about birds is that they fly. I think I've decided. That's such a overused answer, though. <laughs> You've asked people this before. <laughs> I'm outraged. <laughs> First of all, I didn't question the question. I mean, I guess I kind of did. Do you know how I knew that Roe was the one? She had a favorite bird? No, her favorite thing about birds is how they eat, not how they fly. How they eat? Yeah. Like puking into each other's mouths. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you were like, oh my God, finally. (laughs) Have you been watching uh, Planet Earth? No. (laughs) But good segue. Oh, well, you sent me something that I didn't actually look at the clip because I think I already know what it was. Oh, that was really cool. A turtle that breathes through its junk. Yeah. <laughs> Junk being its penis. And it has a mohawk. It has a mo. Oh yeah, it's like got a green mohawk. It's the scientific term for this type of um, breathing is butt 
it's a butt breather (laughs) 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 which finally we found something worse than being a mouth breather (laughs) yeah (laughs) can you imagine the breath (laughs) that sounds like a raven (laughs) so do you go bird watching do you like have i've been bird watching I actually, I mean, I have close people, family, friends who know, like, just way more than I do. Like, I can say we're hearing songbirds, but I don't actually know. We heard a morning dove earlier. How many people of color have you come across while you're... Only a few. (laughs) Okay, so you are... So I'm not mistaken in saying that this is part of your white identity. Your white identity. This is heritage, which is always weird when white people talk about their heritage, but I, I can talk about your heritage. Um, this is what you guys do instead of hug. This is how you spend time together and bond, right? <laughs> There's time for hugging after. <laughs> well, I'm just painting it like what we do is we just sit in a bed and cuddle. <laughs> So what do you look at through binoculars, if not birds? Another B word. Bunnies? (laughs) (laughs) No, I was going for an 80s movie, lowbrow, misogynist, peeping Tom thing. Babes? I was going to actually say boobs, but babes is probably better than where I was going. Why do we always come back to looking through windows with telescopes? It's a trope. In 80s movies. I don't know. There was rear window as well. Yeah. That's sort of a thing. Body double. Great movie. Check it out. Body double? Yeah. I can't tell if you're serious. No, it's just really good. Okay. It happens in a modernist house. Okay. Yeah. And what's it about? Um, the guy witnesses, uh, I think, a murder, or at least an assault in the house next door, and then he tries to intervene. Does the fact that you're twirling your eyebrow make you evil? No, it, <laughs> it, but it does make me something of an authority. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen someone do that. <laughs> I've seen a mustache. Do you have to trim that? Huh? I, like on each side, I get one that's like... <laughs> Curls up like devil horns. <laughs> like I don't have too much spread, but like right on this point... <laughs> It's like antlers. We're like girlfriends talking about. How often do you wax your forehead? <laughs> oh no, this is just natural. <laughs> Wait, you don't wax your hair? Long? No, no I, 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 it's not an intentional look. <laughs> like, I mean, in the samurai days. Yeah, that was a weird thing. I think that may have been like a time when that was considered wise. Hopefully, I don't know. My theory was that. Oh, none of this episode was, is research, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just understood at this point. Except for the parts about white people hugging, <laughs> bird watching instead of hugging. I, I, I want to dive into that because that's hey. a cultural difference. What do you guys talk about when you're... <laughs> you guys. Yeah. What y'all... What do you people you're, talk about? <laughs> you're pretending like all your friends are not white. <laughs> I know. I know. That's why I, this is my fucking outlet. I got to deal with you guys all the time. Uh, but don't worry. I lived at a place where it was all Cubans and it wasn't much better. <laughs> um, what was your question? 
hugging? Oh, just uh, just what do you what kind of so that it's it's similar to hiking, but it's a little bit more hushed because you don't want to scare the birds away. Do you guys like sit in a little perch? Do you walk around and hike with the binoculars and like? Oh, look! There's you know, a- there's a site for this. It's called What People What White People Like. <laughs> oh, it's, he's got it pretty much covered already. Really? Yeah. <laughs> is it the one that has the SS <laughs> banner and the 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 the, the weird squiggly cross? Are you talking about a swastika? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's not what I saw at all. <laughs> what white what I saw like. looked something like a sailboat. <laughs> oh. Like a child's drawing of a sailboat. <laughs> <laughs> so white people like children's art. Yeah, like Picasso. Did you used to go sailing? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go sailing. But no, not on like, but just like on little dinghies. Like the one in... See, uh, that's a cultural difference. Yes. <laughs> that comes from living in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we would go, um, we would go fishing and rowboats and, um, troll for, um, perch, sunfish. Perch? Okay. Pike? Yeah. Mostly sunfish. These are all whitefish. Whitefish? No, whitefish, well, whitefish is a whitefish. (laughs) Oh, so it is a specific fish. A panfish could be, uh... Uh, what's a white fish or a bluegill? Ah, God damn it. I keep making <laughs> jokes and you know that this shit. We're back in the nature. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was my plan all along. So were you like, are you guys kind of survivalists and stuff? Do you eat a lot of granola? You eat a lot of granola. I'm just assuming. I don't eat gluten, man. The gluten is in granola? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I, you can get gluten-free granola, but... Oh, well. But I mean, that's another white thing you do is not eat gluten. Do you Do you eat much hemp? In your granola? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> What's the assumption I object to there? <laughs> Everyone eats granola. <laughs> uh, I actually just told you that I ate bacon at like three in the morning. <laughs> uh, I, I was listening to uh, NPR the other day and... <clears throat> I like how you're, you're, just, you're just listening. <laughs> There's no reaction. Um, there he is. Yeah, thanks. This guy called in. It was actually an episode about hugging. Uh-huh. And this guy was like, I was at a work function the other day and Sounds someone like an NPR came listener. up and hugged me. And I was like, excuse me, um, I believe that we are at work. Maybe we cannot be hugging. And so he was proposing to Larry Mantle, I think, that... Um, what a normal name for NPR. That people at work should not hug, just like as a <laughs> as a blanket rule. And you were like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we must no keep hugging. them. <laughs> we must keep the people separate." <laughs> oh my god! There's actually, um, I know a teacher. I'm not going to be more specific than that. This teacher who not had a teacher. You tells know the a students, teacher. There's no laughing. There's no <laughs> <laughs> if people are like whispering and laughing, she's like, <laughs> "You made her sound gender, so Arnold, so. though." <laughs> <laughs> now I just picture Arnold in drag. <laughs> oh, did you hear that? Um, that drag queens weren't going to be at Pride because what are you doing? You see that? Oh, you're matching. The socks match your beers. Um. That that they were 
that they were not going to have drag queens at Pride because they didn't want to offend LGBT people. And that's an interesting... I mean, I don't have an argument either way. I just thought it's an interesting evolution of, like, two sub... Or not subcultures, whatever. What if you're T and you're, like, not there yet? I mean, would that be, like, you're not allowed? No, I think that that's why they're not, like... I think that that they that's for that reason that distinction so you don't they gonna ask people like no I think the whole idea is that it might be considered like mockery I I, which is strange it's I it this we don't nothing about this shit so we probably shouldn't even touch it but I thought it was an interesting development in terms of like um, finding a boundary in good taste and I you know. It, it, there is a clear distinction, and I can see how that might how how one side might argue. But at all at the same time, it feels like drag is a bit of a celebration <laughs> of being gay to, uh, as well. So I don't know. I don't know how that works out. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, we probably should have said nothing, but I still found it interesting. I hope I didn't offend. There's a the love. What is it? The love parade or something in San Francisco every year that uh-huh. um, goes up Market Street. That's kind of a big thing. I feel like we don't have that many big things. Not that I'm like the expert, but like Halloween, maybe West Hollywood. That would be like one of the more visible layman um, entrees Do- into. Huh. Don't we have like, Pride out here too? Yeah, I guess there's probably Pride Day, but... Isn't the Love Parade more, like, neutral, though? It's for everybody, right? Or is it a Pride-type event? Because I know that there's a parade over there that... uh, My sister told me that, like, one dude was just jerking off and everyone was watching him out in public. (laughs) So I don't know what parade that is. I'm sorry if I am conflating that with uh, Love, which is (laughs) a pure (laughs) celebration of, like, Precious Moments-style love. you're thinking of the... Thanksgiving, the uh, <laughs> the one with the hot air balloons. <laughs> no, that's just a circle jerk. <laughs> yeah, gigantic Garfield. So you don't know what what parade I'm talking about? I hope it's. Oh, yeah, I mean, it could be it could be that one very easily. Yeah. yeah. There's some things that I wonder how much uh, of that shit is going to be tolerated when it's all tech people over there. <laughs> I, I picture something like, um, you know, those shirts, like you can buy a t-shirt that looks like you're wearing a suit uh-huh. or a tux. Um, I feel like tech people would wear pants that make it look like you're wearing buttless chaps <laughs> or legless. But, but Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know what I'm, some Buttless. sort of chaps. <laughs> chaps that take your butts away. It's okay. fun to hear you squirm over chaps. <laughs> this episode is how two cis men go way in the deep end. <laughs> I mean, in the weeds, I think that actually is pretty good. Yeah. How about we change the subject entirely and talk about women's rights? Do you have something? No, no, just like other things we're not qualified to talk about. Abortion rights. What's your favorite thing about fish? Do you eat a lot of fish? I enjoy fish quite a bit. Yeah, I don't... Fried? Oh, yeah, we had... You brought my... uh, You're my meat delivery man. Yeah. 
<laughs> Again, we're taking fan fiction. <laughs> it can just be about me delivering meat, or it can be more. <laughs> what does it say about me that I'm asking for it, though? Because <laughs> if there's anything the internet is happy to oblige. <laughs> Uh, I think you're pretty much guaranteeing no one will ever do fan fiction for us if you <laughs> if you you don't think that there's like a sexy bear out. out there that or someone that's into bears that that is like oh Javier's hairy yeah I I feel like they probably they can sense your uh, my my neediness. <laughs> <laughs> Please make a sexy story <laughs> with me in it. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to touch that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all tuned out a long time ago when I brought out when I brought up the uh, the drag situation at the mm-hmm. parade. Yeah. Is that a uh, Mo's that bubble tape over there? Oh yeah. What's your what, what was your favorite candy when you were a kid? Candy cigarettes. Really? The the gum? Ones? No, I were they I chocolate? They were, no, I think they were just like sugar sticks basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little like candy canes kind of thing. It's like, haha, you think I'm addicted to <laughs> something. <laughs> Oh, these cigarettes are so good. (laughs) This is my 10th pack today. Good thing they're fake. (laughs) Yeah. I remember on Halloween, one time some jerk in the neighborhood made us sing. Mm -hmm. Well, I think maybe he gave us the option of either singing or telling a joke. Which did you go with? Well, you know, we would go like... How was your material? He gave out full-size candy bars. Oh, okay. And so, in exchange for a little a humiliation, prepared. yeah, yeah, I would, I would usually tell fairly like seedy jokes. Actually, I think I remember one. Yeah. Should I? Yeah, let's hear it. Break it out from uh, the year I was probably a year too old to be triggered. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that? Don't tell me your age. Tell me the year. First year. First year. Of college. (laughs) (laughs) For real? I did not expect it to be that old. Did you just look really young? How the fuck did you not get told to go fuck off? I think it might be a little ageist. Maybe I won't tell it. What? My joke. Oh, okay. We'll tell it. We'll cut it. Um, This guy is asked to cat sit. And so like his friend checks in with him like a week later and he's like um was your delivery this good back then oh yeah it was probably worse i've improved over the years so how's whiskers and he's like whiskers died dude do you know the stroke no and he's like god damn man like you need to at least like ease into it don't just tell me (laughs) that whiskers died (laughs) and then the next week he, he calls back and he asks how's grandma and then he's like, Grandma run, ran away. <laughs> it's not ageist. <laughs> we sent her to a farm. Yep. That's factual. 
Old people die. Yeah. What would be ageist about that joke? I don't know. It's it's just a little insensitive to death. <laughs> <laughs> when you said CD, I thought there was gonna be talk of private parts and stuff. All these living people like laughing and chomping on their Snickers bars <laughs> <laughs> in a graveyard. <laughs> you guys used to hang I out. I love Halloween. So tell me about your childhood. Actually, tell me, okay. tell me what like because I'm imagining. All right, I'll tell you about your childhood. What do you want to know? <laughs> no, I'll tell no, you that, what I imagine. You, yeah, <laughs> there was fishing in a creek for sure. In a creek? Yes. Dude, there are no fishing creeks. They're frogs at most. It, this is just a general rule about creeks or in your area? Yeah, when have you ever seen a fish in a creek? I don't know, dude. I, I don't know what a fish is. <laughs> Come on. No, all right, so a stream? Are there fish in streams? There are fish in streams. Okay. I've fished in streams. Okay. You do realize you're the authority on white people stuff, right? <laughs> we don't fish in... We fish they, off of bridges. Uh... I know some white people who would <laughs> take issue with that, but let's go on. I enjoy the. Uh, Wait, what would, the it, what would they take with? What would they take issue with? Uh, me being a representation. Oh, of, <laughs> you are the whitest guy I know. I don't, uh, actually, I wouldn't. I don't think they would take issue with the white thing. I think they would take issue with. Um, uh, what could we say? Like. People who would take pride in white culture, <laughs> I don't think I would be representative of those interests. Why are you being diplomatic to racists? <laughs> you know, the PC term for racists. <laughs> uh, I think that whenever you would used to go for a walk, there would be this bird song, right? Scrub Jays? No, I think it would go a little bit like... A mockingbird. No, that's fucking the intro thing. Matt God Lock. damn it! Matlock. No. It's, uh, it's the same actor. Annie Griffith. Yes. You trying to say I'm the cop that... Yeah, you're talking about... No, you're, you're Opie, but you grew up to be... Oh. I, I picture Mayberry a little bit. I picture a lot of suburbs, a lot of Seven uh, Eleven hangouts with drinking beer out of forties. Did they have forties in Michigan? Uh, they did. Okay, they did. so drinking beers there. I'm sure you went to Ann Arbor at some point. Drinking beers out of forties. Drinking mm -hmm. beers out of forties. Uh, you probably. It's funny when you say, <laughs> "I drank the most forties in Ann Arbor." <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I was on Slurpees before. I you were on Slurpees. Yeah. Oh, so then you were a mixer. Or, you were. Or, you, you, do you remember you, Hush Puppies? No. What is Slush that? Puppies? Slush Puppies. And Hush Hush Puppies were. <laughs> it's a thing that hushes a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> You can say edit. <laughs> I do like that phrase, hush is a puppy. <laughs> Go on. Um, what else did I do in my... You definitely had a technique for throwing rocks and skipping them, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, without a doubt. And yeah, you swore over other people. They always skip the same number of times, which is weird. Well, you maxed out. Right? Yeah. But you still decided that that was your best throw, or th your best technique. This is a very idyllic. There were no, there were no planes flying over. 
That's a helicopter, man. We you, would actually go if there was a helicopter in town. We would go to see it. <laughs> <laughs> What's the population and size? And get the driver's autograph. What's the population 40, size? Forty thousand. Forty thousand. Okay, that's pretty small, but it's bigger than I thought. Okay. Was there a downtown? Yep. Uh, the downtown tallest downtown building. In Where were you when you were a kid? You can guess. <laughs> Either Miami or Rome. Or Costa Rica. Wait, really? Yeah, I actually wasn't in Miami until high school. Costa Rica? Yeah. What was that chapter in your life? Uh, from one to six. No kidding. Yeah. Who, who, how did that happen? Was that a... Just my dad's job. Job thing. Yeah. Interesting. Did Were there a lot of two cons there? <laughs> Seeing as I don't remember what bird I saw yesterday... <laughs> The chances that I remember, I mean, I imagine, I just remember, I didn't really go out much because it was just not like a safe area. Mm. Um, there was like a park that we wouldn't go to. We weren't allowed to, like, it was definitely not a go out and play by yourself situation. It was play inside people's backyards and houses. Mm. So. Was that true of all of Costa Rica at the time or just. Uh, no, just because of because of you know being part of the international community oh, and okay. stuff so i don't know is that what you're kind of yeah i don't actually remember the details so i i i don't know if it was what i just remember there were being a panic like when we got to italy it was fucking go you know mm-hmm. it would have as much fun <clears throat> when we got into the suburbs of italy because once we got when we first moved to italy uh, to rome it was a little dangerous we were close to piramide which is like a little bit of a busy area for for kids to just be rolling around and crossing the street. It's still kind of scary to cross the street now. <laughs> mm-hmm. You just go. Yeah. No, uh, no walk sign. No yeah. flashing man. Um. <clears throat> no. And then let me see. You had a farm <laughs> because all white people have farms. Mm-hmm churning butter you had very little contact with minorities but you watched a lot of tv and so you learned good morals i watched a lot of cops <laughs> and that informed you yeah, informed your, my worldview your worldview uh let's see what more ignorant shit can i say <laughs> <laughs> areas but looking at porn finding porn in the woods finding yeah porn in the woods. like the way that you used to <laughs> like you did back when we were growing up that was the thing right yeah yeah, yeah. no it wasn't just you. Have people talked about that like oh, why, yeah. why did that happen exactly oh just because people would leave magazines laying around on it you know, i don't know maybe yeah. it was homeless people or maybe it was just people that didn't want to have the magazine having pornography was kind of stigmatized for a long time like if you owned a corne- a collection of porn i'm pretty you sure what, a connection <laughs> <laughs> i think uh, i think <clears throat> if you own a clarinet yes if you own a clarinet <laughs> and you keep it near your porn stash yeah i think uh, i remember it not being fun trying to buy pornography. Huh. Yeah. There's always a, a little bit of swallowing of the pride. Whereas now you just like, 
Hello, iPad. <laughs> Privacy mode. I know you know nothing about that, Seth. I don't own an iPad. I heard a comedian say, a female comedian say that she thought that that's why women are more into porn nowadays. Because you don't have to go into a creepy hmm. adult bookstore or anything like that. Or you don't have to like shame yourself. You can just mm. pique your curiosity without being publicly shamed. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I'm trying to get off the topic of pornography. <laughs> <laughs> Or it's, I think so far it's been tasteful. <laughs> but yeah, I do think, uh, I think it's interesting, or I would put it to you this way. It's interesting that with pornography being more acceptable, we also see a lot more acceptance for sex workers in general rising. So 609. Oh shit. Yeah, I should Sweet. probably start getting ready. Hey, if you want to follow us on Instagram or tweet at us, we are at What's My Thesis, at Seth Lauer, and at Javier Proenza. And if you have any interesting dream journal entries, we'd love to read them on the show. You can send those to What's My Thesis at gmail.com. <laughs>